Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. The last thing you need when planning your financial future is to have the same kind of confusion and complications. You don't need more questions. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, your local investor coach in Jackson and the surrounding areas. Each week, you'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make. We'll also educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. It's time for The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome into the program this week. This is The Financial Answer. Mark Killian here, alongside, as always, Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor and founder at O'Brien and Associates, your local investor coach right here in West Tennessee from his office in Jackson and Huntington. My buddy and yours, Nathan, how are you? I'm doing good. Doing really good. Had a had a really good week and saw a lot of good people this week. So I'm excited to do the show today. We've got some really great topics. Yeah, you had uh, a good class, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Had a really good class and got to speak with a lot of new people and and had some really good questions. So we're going to try to bring some of those things up today. Okay, good. And we certainly appreciate folks that come in and, and have good things to say about the radio program as well. It's always nice to hear that. Absolutely. So thank yeah. you so much for that support. We appreciate that. And it is the, you know, Super Bowl weekend here. So it's the, you know, it's the big game. I don't know how much we're interested in this neck of the woods, but you know, no, uh, it is the right. big game. So we'll see how that goes. So hope everybody has a great weekend, Go but Eagles, for now, no. nah, well, right. either one, no, either one. That's right. <laughs> Hopefully the commercials and halftime will be good, but that's right. anyway, let's dive into the program and talk about some financial stuff that we've got on the docket for today, bud. And I think we've got to, like you said, we got some good things to talk about, but this first, this heading here is a bit of a misnomer. So this is gonna catch some people's attention. Let's talk about easy ways to ruin your retirement. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You say, well, wait a minute. I thought you guys were in the process of talking to people. Help, Help. that's right, yeah. Well, we are gonna try to help, but we're gonna talk about some missteps that we can all make. It's a behavior change and a mindset change, right, Nathan? When you hit retirement, yeah, sometimes yeah, you got to adjust the brain a little bit because it's a different, you know, it's a different way of life that, at that point. It is, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of adjustments, and I think that's what really makes people nervous about yeah, retirement. Is you know, they're it's uncertain. They're yeah. they're not used to not having to go to that job every day, and and so they just don't know exactly. Even though they've got enough saved up and they've got plenty of income, you know, according to their plan and all of that, they just are nervous about taking that leap. And so hopefully we'll help you avoid some of these mistakes that I see, you know, and some things that you can do to really make sure that retirement is is taken care of and set for life. Okay. Well, we got a couple of points here we're going to go over and I forgot to pay the bills here real fast. So let me remind everybody that if you'd like to talk to Nathan, it's 855-51-COACH. Give him a call at 855-51-COACH. I'll just call that number, get yourself on the calendar, leave a message. Nathan's lovely wife, Tanya, will call you back, get you on the calendar for a time to come in, have a conversation about your specific situation, or maybe talking about signing up for the next class or whatever the case might be. But Nathan is a great resource to tap into with more than, oh, 15, 16 years of experience doing this. 855-51-COACH. Okay. So our first one here, a lot of people, Nathan, will treat retirement more like a destination or Mm -hmm. the end goal rather than maybe a new phase or new part of life. Yeah, that's right. You know, that happens a lot of times and it's easy to do because while you're still working, you know, you, you think of retirement as the end goal, but you really shouldn't think of it that way. 
for most people, retirement is is up to one fourth or longer of their lifetime. So, you know, we're talking about 20 or 25 years that you're going to spend in this retirement. And so it's important to make sure that you set up a plan that's going to help you spend these assets down correctly and make sure that the assets last throughout your lifetime instead of running out of money before you run out of life. And right. I talk to a lot of people who have this idea that retirement is the destination and think they can afford to take no risk when they get into retirement. I was actually just talking to a couple a few weeks ago and they had this mentality and they had about 500,000 or so saved up and and they thought they were okay because of their social securities and and other income sources that they had but really when i looked at their spending needs they were going to run out of money at about 80 years old and Ooh, yeah. statistically yeah that they're going to live longer than that because his wife I mean, she had some crazy longevity in her family, so people living well into their 90s. And so I had the conversation with them about that and about the importance of outpacing inflation with their investments throughout retirement. And and when we did that, when we looked at those numbers and, and they decided to look at a little bit of an allocation in stocks, that really helped their projections work out much better for them. So, you know, you've got to be careful here and not just not just think, well, you know, I'm retired now, so I'm going to take all of this out of the market. I'm going to put all of this savings in CDs or in cash or whatever, so I don't have to worry about risk. If you have enough saved up, that's okay, but you've got to run those numbers first and make sure that it's going to work out for you over time. Figure in inflation and, and you know, just adjustments over time and also just some random emergencies that happen right, and that right. kind of thing. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, don't look at it just as a destination or just an account value that you're trying to accomplish. Make sure that you plan on as a major portion of your life. Yeah. And I think, you know, we, we have this mindset, you know, okay, it's okay to say, okay, I want to get to the finish line of working maybe, but don't just kind of fall into that trap of saying retirement is the end goal right. uh, because then, mm-hmm. then you fall into other traps like this next one here, which is kind of maybe believing that retirement is going to solve a lot of your problems. And, <laughs> you know, we all do this, right? If you think about it, Nathan, we go from high school and we go, okay, if I can just get graduated right. from high school, things will be better. And then you go, if I can just make it through college, then things will be better. And if I can just land that first career thing you know what i mean so we always roll the ball downhill grass is greener on the other side exactly and then we get to we get to almost retirement or this is what we hear anyway we get to almost retirement and a lot of folks go yes if i once i hit retirement all my worries are over (laughs) that is absolutely not true you're gonna have less work-related stress right and things like that and and possibly more free time but you know, my, my retired clients, most of them will tell me, I don't know how I ever worked because I had so, <laughs> I've got so much going on now. I'm so busy all the time. I, I don't know how I ever worked and got, had time for a job, but there's just a, it's a major change as we discussed. And just because you're retired doesn't mean you're, you're suddenly going to have all this crazy free time and, and all of your problems are solved and nothing's going to happen with that. So one of the major tasks that I, I see clients running into in this scenario is taking care of a parent. Okay. And so this one comes out quite often. And I was actually just talking with a client yesterday about this exact thing. You know, her mother is in a nursing home. She has mid-stage, I would say, dementia, you know, so it's it's pretty progressed and it, it, there's some daily issues, I would say, that she has. And so my client was just talking about how difficult that is emotionally and physically for her. And she's, you know, she is semi-retired now, my client is, and 
And uh, so she's going to the nursing home every day and, and, and helping with her mother with some things. And so one of the things that uh, that she was talking to me about is her her mother really likes to have her clothes pressed every day. She wants them you know, looking nice every day. And so her daughter, being the amazing person that she is, every <laughs> single day she will do that and lay wow. the clothes out for her. And, you know, that's physically demanding for her because she has to travel there, travel back and forth all the time and do that. And then also, you know, I mentioned the emotional part of it and and where that comes in is this is just a, you know, something that she was mentioning. She said her mother thinks that the workers there are doing that for her and and taking care of all of that. And, And they're talking about how well. You know the the mother that's in the nursing home. She's saying how well they take care of her, and she's so happy, and she wished that her daughter would do these things for her. Oh, <laughs> and so yeah, and you know she's told her a thousand times, "I'm doing this, mom." And she said, "I just," she said, "I just have to kind of play that game with her," you know, and and that's that's tough. That's really tough emotionally. So you're gonna have different problems, I think, when, when right. you get into retirement. It's not necessarily going to be with work and, and other things there, but you're going to have other stresses that will come out. And so it's just something to consider and, and be aware of. It's not unusual to have those issues. Well, you're listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor and founder at O'Brien & Associates, local investor coach here in the Hub City. 855-51-COACH is your number to call. 855-51-COACH. You can call that number and request the Retirement Rescue Toolkit if you'd like. It's a great box of goodies with some information to help get you started or get you some more information. Or you could request to come in for a consultation and talk with Nathan. 855-51-COACH. We'll talk more about that here in a second. But, you know, Nathan, you know, on the financial answer, we don't always talk about just numbers. We talk about, you know, other phases and facets of uh, the retirement game and the whole situation like we're doing right right now. We talked about uh, the issues with thinking that retirement's going to solve all our problems. But this is another easy way to ruin your retirement, and it is kind of numbers-based on this one. And that's assuming that your monthly spending habits in retirement is going to be determined maybe by how your spending habits were when you were working or thinking that they're going to drop. I think most people think they're going to drop a significant amount. Yeah, they do. Most people think they can live on 70-80% of their current salary in their retirement and you may be able to. You know, it's everybody's situation is very different here, especially when you factor in what you've been holding out for 401k contributions and that type of thing. That may be very true, but you really need to evaluate your situation and make sure that you know what your expenses are going to be. You may find that you can eliminate a lot of expenses that are just basically waste but you also may find that you know these extra activities that you have during retirement are going to cause you to spend more than they might go up for the first couple years right yeah it it normally does and that's what i see a lot of times is people will spend in that first five years they're going to spend anywhere from 100 to 120 percent of their pre-retirement income because it's well, you're a doing lot stuff, of times right? a good vacation time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, they're taking a lot of trips, they're traveling, they're doing everything that they've ever wanted to do because they still have the ability to. Most people realize that, you know, and as you get older, you're limited on what you can do. So a lot of times people are still very healthy and able to travel and do the things. And, and so they spend quite a bit more in that first five years. And then it may taper off over time. Sometimes it doesn't. It's just depending on what they're wanting to do it almost always does by age 80 if they hit 80 82 something along those lines right then definitely the traveling slows down quite a bit then but you need to factor in all of those things what you're wanting to do and make sure that your income is not going to run out and not going to be 
and you're not going to be dampened on what you're wanting to accomplish and wanting to go see and do during your retirement. It's just good to have a plan. You know, yeah, we call that the sure. go-go phase, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So you yeah, go from go-go right. to slow-go to no-go. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> it's pretty much how you do it in retirement, yeah, that's right? That's exactly right. Yeah. So you figure the first, let's say, 10 years of retirement, it's go-go, you know, and mm-hmm. then you go to yeah. slow-go for those, uh, like you said, around the 80s, and then it's no-go. You know, yeah. If you're lucky <laughs> yeah. enough to make it to 85 or 88 or 90, you're like, eh, the kids can come to me or the grandkids yeah, that's can right. come to I've me. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've done that. Y'all come to me now. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, it's a lot of those pieces that you want to certainly facet. And I know that that's where, you know, having a coach on your side to kind of work you through all these scenarios. We're kind of getting tight on time here. And I wanted to quickly talk about investing like you're 35 as well when you're 65, that that can Mm -hmm. get you into trouble. So just real quick touch on that and then what we can do about that. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's really tempting to, you know, if you're looking at your 401k and you think you don't have enough built up in there, it's tempting to take more risk and try to make up for lost time. And that's very dangerous to do that. A lot of people that did that in 2007 and they were planning on retiring in in 08 or 09, they continued to have to work because they lost so much in that market crash. So it's important to make sure that you're allocated correctly. And uh, I was just talking with a guy about that and he was getting ready to retire this year. He was 90% in stocks. And we were talking last November. He was lucky. You know, his portfolio did really well over that time frame, but we don't know what the market was going to bring. So it's important to make sure you understand how you're allocating people understanding that, understanding their portfolio and the risk that they have. Most people think they are diversified. Most people think that they own a lot of different investments and that their risk is not very high. But when I do some analysis on most people's portfolios, that's not the case. That's not what they're experiencing in their portfolio. So in the next 15 minutes, if you will call in to schedule a time with us, I'm offering a free portfolio MRI. Now you have to have $250,000 in value in your portfolio or more for this to for this to be an offer for you. But if you call in the next 15 minutes, what I will do in this MRI is look at your portfolio. I'll break down all of the mutual funds, look at all the stock holdings, all the bond holdings, see how truly diversified you are, and also look at what your risk levels are, show you what your best and worst case scenarios are. And this MRI that we do, I normally charge $500 to do this. And so it is a, it's a really good option for you guys that are just kind of wanting to see what we're doing. This is a good way to check us out. And so again, if you want to set that, get that scheduled with us for the MRI, simply call our office at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. And of course, Nathan's offering this complimentary to the next uh, 15 callers or 10 call. What was it? 10 or 15? Can't <laughs> wasn't even listening. <laughs> it's, it's any caller in the next 15 minutes. 15 minutes. There we go. I knew it was something <laughs> right. like that. I right. was trying to pull up my notes here for the next conversation <laughs> and I got lost in there. So That's yeah, fine. go ahead and take advantage of this, folks. Go ahead and call right now. Get yourself on the calendar. It is complimentary. So get started. It's a good $500 value from Nathan. And like you said, it's a great way to just kind of, you know, see what they do and see if they can help you through your retirement. You may already have a plan in place. Nothing wrong with a second opinion, especially when it's complimentary. So go ahead and give a call. 855-51-COACH. 
That's 855-51-COACH. And we'll be back with more here on The Financial Answer right after this. Nathan O'Brien is the founder of O'Brien & Associates. He's a registered investment advisor and your local investor coach in West Tennessee. He has offices in Huntington and Jackson. Set a time to meet for a review of your financial plan or to RSVP for upcoming events in the area. Call now, 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. That number again, 855-51-COACH. Can't get those burning financial questions out of your head? Better keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, you're back here on The Financial Answer. We're moving along nicely here today on the program. Thank you for staying tuned into the show with Nathan O'Brien and myself. Nathan, of course, registered investment advisor and founder at O'Brien and Associates. You can reach Nathan at 855-51-COACH. It's 855-51-COACH. You can find him online at investorcoach.net. Great website there. Good tools, tips, and resources you can use. Investorcoach.net. You can also find him on Facebook if you like to use that to uh, you know, do some of your social stuff. You can find him at O'Brien and Associates on Facebook. And every now and again, we post little videos from the show as well. So you can check those out. That's O'Brien and Associates on Facebook. So Nathan, you mentioned longevity in the uh, the prior segment. You were telling the story about the uh, the client and they were in their, their mid-90s and all that yeah. kind of with the mother and so on and so forth. So longevity, yeah. you said she had crazy longevity on her side that was right yeah so longevity is obviously becoming a bigger and bigger deal it is now sadly <laughs> and not shockingly the death rate for us humans is still at 100 <laughs> percent yeah yeah, yeah well, last time i checked the uh the, the mortality the rates yeah. On yeah we're all checking out <laughs> right. at some point but we are living a whole lot longer yes we are and so mm-hmm. you know, let's talk about some risks of living a long time here on this section of the show but let me ask you a couple quick questions before we do now okay. don't name any names if you don't want to but okay. no, how fine. old is your oldest client? Oh, yeah. My oldest client's 92. 92 awesome. years old. And she, she still drives, actually. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. She can see very well, but she just can't hear very well. But she still drives just around town and she gets around, goes to the grocery store and that kind of thing. She's not taking a, you know, cross-country trip sure, or yeah, anything yeah. like that. But, but yeah, she's still very active. 90, 92 years old. It's, it's That's awesome. awesome. Well, yeah, congratulations to her. her. Okay. Yeah. So then second question, who is or was maybe the longest lived person? person in your family or, or maybe your wife's family? Yeah. So the, I think the oldest one that, that I knew of anyway, my great grandfather, he was 98 when he passed away. And because he was so old, I knew him for a long time. I mean, I was almost in my thirties before oh, wow. he passed away. So yeah, I got to know him really well. And, uh, 98, actually, huh? wow. yeah, 98, I know, I know. And, uh, he was actually one of the, uh, of course, everybody that listens to the show regularly knows I enjoy fly fishing, and, and he also enjoyed that. And I've actually got his bamboo fly rod that he fished with a long time through his life. And oh, so nice. that's something that I, I have that actually up in my office in Huntington just as a display model. So, hey, nothing wrong with um, that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's pretty neat. So then I'll assume to say then that this was probably the oldest person you've ever known personally then. No, he's not. Really? Actually, oh. actually <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, there is a there is a man still alive. He lives close to Huntington, and okay. he is still alive today. And everybody knows him. He's a super nice guy. He's a hundred and three. And, wow. Uh, yeah, he's a hundred. He's going to be a hundred and four this year, and I think in toward the middle of this year. <laughs> I got yeah, I got a clap for that. Guy. Wow, that's and, amazing. And he is in the best health. Now he can't hear thunder, but <laughs> everything else. 
everything else he he is great he is the, the nicest man he's just great with the community and just does a lot you know and he's a super super awesome guy i really i really wouldn't be surprised if he lived to 110 so wow it's crazy <laughs> well congratulations to all those people and that's pretty awesome and the reason that i ask about these ages is to kind of illustrate the point of longevity right right so yeah. all these people that you mentioned you know i think your grandfather's passed now but yes. either way we're living longer and companies are investing millions of dollars in this company concept because clearly we all want to try to stay healthy and stay alive as long as we can. So how come or why is living a long time considered to be a quote unquote risky deal in your profession? Well, the idea here, and and this is, I think the number one worry that most retirees have is they're running, running out of money before they run out of life. You know, we just don't know how long we're going to live and we don't know, you know, what's going to happen to us throughout our lifetime. So we want to make sure that we, we have enough set aside for that situation. If we do live to 103 or 98 years old. And so, you know, if you're invested in the market, it's important to not run projections in your portfolio based on 8% a year or 10% a year because the market doesn't do that. You know, right. It's, it's very random. And you're setting yourself up for trouble that. Yeah, that. that's right. Yeah. It's very random and unpredictable. So you, you need to make sure you have an analysis that shows negative years along with positive years in, in the range that your portfolio is going to return. Okay. And so it's important to do that and make sure that your projections still work out over that scenario because you know, you can have lots of volatility and have a portfolio that averages 12 or 14% a year, but that's an average, which means probably the volatility is pretty high in that thing. And then when you start taking income off of that, that really drags it down in bad years. And what I see statistically is people will run out of money very early in their retirement if they're in a portfolio that has a lot of volatility. And so it's it's just important to make sure you do that analysis with your advisor and have that conversation because it can really really make a huge difference on your retirement plan. Well, we're talking about longevity risk here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. Obviously, the point being, Nathan, is that, yeah, if you're not set up correctly, and you even actually kind of mentioned this about some clients that you saw in the first segment, that they would have ran out in their mid-80s, I believe. Right, early 80s. Early 80s, (laughs) and they had about a half a million saved. So it's not necessarily the number. Half a million may have done the trick for some people, but as you mentioned, that their expenses were a little higher. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's the whole point is that you've got to have a plan. You've got to have a strategy in place and working with a coach like Nathan to make sure that you're going to achieve the goals that you want to achieve in retirement. And of course, the number one goal, as you mentioned, is not running out of money before you run out of life. <laughs> so 855-51-COACH, call, get yourself on the counter, come in, talk with Nathan. What you hear here on the program is what you see at the office, except for that he gets to you know, dive a little a lot more deeper in your situation because he's able to talk with you about your life and your finances. 855-51-COACH. So back to longevity risk, Nathan. How effectively then would you say the average person addresses the financial challenges that come with longevity? Are we really serious about this or do we tend to kind of gaff it off? Now, I would say most people are not. Most people do a poor job with this and they don't realize it. You know, the reason that they don't realize it is because they think they're, you know, they're invested and and they're in the market. They're going to 
hopefully outpace inflation over time that way. But most people that I see, and we've talked about this a lot, Mark, but most people aren't diversified. And that means you have more risk. That means you have more risk of losing more in bad years. And if you're taking income off of that, when that happens, that makes your loss even worse. And so, you know, it's so important, especially during retirement, when you're drawing income, that risk levels are understood and factored into your projections going forward. And I, I had some clients that come to mind. I got them a couple of years ago as clients, and I was talking with them. And at the time, they had a majority of their savings in 401ks and IRAs. And looking at their allocations with what they were needing for income and what they were getting from other sources as well, their numbers didn't work out. And it was all because they were so heavily allocated in large cap stocks. And, you know, we have time frames in history where large caps haven't done great. You know, from 2000 to 2010, basically large caps didn't grow over that time frame. You have zero gain on, on your account if you're heavily weighted there. So, so we looked at that with them and just made some adjustments. And when you diversify it right and you get your risk levels under control, under more control, then it really helps you meet those projections. And that's what I was able to do with them. We just, you know, they were able to go ahead and retire. But at first, when we looked at those numbers, it just didn't work out. And their odds of success were like 50 percent, and uh, which that's not high enough. <laughs> and so right. you got to have that up there in the 70 to 80 percent range to make sure that the odds are in your favor over time. So. Um, just, I'd like to push just, it a little further if we could. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. taking a flight. Well, when saying, you're talking you know, statistics, well, you know, true, yeah. a 70% chance of winning the lottery tomorrow is a pretty good chance. And so that's true. But, but at that. adversely, yeah. a 70% chance of arriving safely with your flight makes people nervous. It does. <laughs> so, yeah. That's exactly you know. right. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So it's important to make sure you you factor that in and, and make sure that your diversification is, is good and spread out evenly over the different asset classes to make sure that uh, you reach your goals. Well, and that's where I think, you know, it's a good idea to get that MRI process that you offer on your situation. And so it's really important to come in, sit down and have a conversation. And the great part about this is, is if you, if you take advantage of it through the radio program, it's not going to cost you anything to get started. So yeah, tell us about the MRI and we'll, we'll go ahead and head to break here in just a second. Okay. Yeah. So the MRI, what I do with this is I'm just going to do a full in-depth analysis on your entire portfolio. So everything that you have, we'll look at that. I'll see how it's diversified, see how your mutual funds are actually invested, look at all the stocks and bonds that are inside of those and see how things are set up in your portfolio. And when we do that, you're you're able to see your risk level on a standard deviation measurement. You're able to see your risk level. You're able to see your, your best and worst case scenarios. So if we have a 2008 again, this is a you know very close to what you could lose in that scenario. And so it, it really gives you some peace of mind and understanding that most people don't have with their portfolio that they really need. So if you call us in the next 15 minutes while the show's still going here, give us a call and we will do this portfolio MRI for free for you. I normally charge $500 to do this MRI. So uh, the key here is that I need to have at least 250000 in investable assets for us to do this. Okay. So uh, if you want to take advantage of that, it's a great offer. Just give us a call at 855-51-COACH. It's 855-51-COACH. 
Yeah, great offer from Nathan. Go ahead and take advantage, folks. Jump yourself onto the calendar by calling that number, 855-51-COACH. Leave your contact information when you call, and they'll, the team will call you back, which is Tanya, Nathan's wife. She'll give you a call back, put you on the calendar for a time that's convenient for you, whether it's in Jackson or Huntington. Either one, just give a call. Get on the calendar, 855-51-COACH. Don't procrastinate. Take the action today. Like we said, it's complimentary, so why in the heck not? 855-51-COACH. This is the financial answer. More to come after this. We're going to talk about IRAs when we get back here on the other side, so don't go anywhere. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. Here in West Tennessee, turn to the team at O'Brien & Associates for help. Schedule a review of your plan by calling 855-51-COACH. The team has offices in Jackson and Huntington, so there's a place close by for you to come in and meet. Call now, 855-51-COACH. Hey everybody, Mark Killian here, the host of The Financial Answer, reminding you not to forget, reach out for your Retirement Rescue Toolkit from Nathan O'Brien by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's the word RETIRE to 555-888 on your smartphone. Don't forget for your complimentary Retirement Rescue Toolkit, text RETIRE to 555-888 or call 855 855- 51 coach. Stay tuned. There is more coming up on the financial answer. Extra, extra, read all about it. Well, it's in the news time here on the financial answer. We'll take a headline or a topic that's going around the uh, the interwebs right now that seems to be on people's minds and things of that nature. Nathan, in the last year or so, several economists have talked about the impact of increased automation in the labor market. Oh, yeah. Now, of course, with the State of the Union recently, we're hearing that the jobs are, there's more jobs you know, being had, there's more things out right. there and so on and so forth. But have a shortage yeah, um, yeah. of workers now. That's true. So yeah. I guess really to put it plainly, it's this. Uh, are robots taking jobs away from people? And if this is the case, now I know the automotive industry has been using, you know, robotic right. welders and things for years. Right. Amazon uses a lot of robots yeah. uh, and their, and their uh, distribution centers. What's your take on the trend? Is it a real threat that people are going to lose their jobs to the robots in the future? Okay, so yes, kind of. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I think this is a great question. Yes, people are going to lose their job probably that they're used to doing to automation, but there's going to be new jobs created because of this automation. So there's going to be other things that are going to be out there for people to do besides you know, what they were doing. And, and there's going to be a, a huge need evidently for uh, maintenance on the, on I was going to say programming, and, maintenance, yeah, programming yeah. and maintenance and all of these things. And so, you know, there's going to be changes over time. That's life. And we all need to be flexible with that and be willing to make changes with that. It just makes life easier if you will take those changes with a grain of salt and not just get upset and stressed and worried about it. Because Things are going to change over time, especially with our careers and especially if you're working in a factory and things. There's just technology that's being developed every single day that is probably going to take away that job that you're doing at some point. Right. But there will be something else that will come out there. So, you know, that's uh, that that's always going to be the case, I feel like. And and it's just uh, these machines are so expensive that um, that's cost prohibitive for a lot of people or a lot of companies as well. So 
there's, you know, it, it's not going to go away tomorrow, but I think in the future that there will be some major changes in the labor market and definitely focus on more robots. You know, we talked about this last week, maybe, or the week before, but, you know, in 10 years, we may not even actually be driving. We just sit in the car and go. It's, <laughs> so, it's getting closer. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So uh, there's going to be some changes in the future, but I don't think that's going to be a, a major threat to people not being able to work. Okay? Right. I yeah, think I would agree. It's going to be a different job for them to do. At well, and point. it's not a new concept. If we're really being honest and not getting right. ourselves too wound up about this kind of thing, you know, every, you know, even since the industrial revolution, as something new came along, it eliminated a job, you know, mm-hmm. like as they made a new machine for cutting tin or what, you right, know what I mean? Right. It went from being the person who was hand cutting it to, you know, pulling a lever and the thing cuts it. And, you know, so now maybe it was 10 people cutting tin that day. And now it's only two because two machines can do it faster with one guy pulling the lever. So, you know, we've had, as humans, we have continually evolved our technology and it's always changing jobs. So I think to get too, you know, worked up and say, oh no, the robots are taking all our jobs uh, (laughs) is not going to be a really accurate way. It it may eliminate certain jobs, but then you have the ability to, you know, look at other jobs that are coming down the pipe. That's right. That's the the thing that we as humans have, as long as we are continuing to learn and innovate, transition and change, then we're going to be able to provide for ourselves, provide for our family and do the things that we need to do. It's just sometimes when people get kind of stuck in that mentality that I'm not changing, I'm not doing anything right. else, that that can cause a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety because of that. So be willing and open-minded and you will find that there's tremendous opportunities out there for you. Absolutely. Well, that's been in the news here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Much more to come on the program after this. Stick around. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Now back to the show. Well, you're back here with us on The Financial Answer for the third quarter, if you will, of the program. Thank you so much for staying tuned into the show today. Mark Killian, your host, alongside my co-host, Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor and founder at O'Brien & Associates, your local investor coach here in West Tennessee. Find him online at InvestorCoach.net. That's InvestorCoach.net. Or give him a jingle, 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. Call that number. Get yourself on the calendar. Come in for a consultation. Talk about your financial retirement or investment situation. And Nathan, let's talk about IRAs. I mentioned it earlier in the program. Yeah. I got a study for you, or two different studies, actually. And so I'm going to read this to you. You tell me what you think. Over the last year, two different studies showed that about one-third of people in their 50s and 60s have 100% of their IRAs invested in the stock market and nothing else. Yeah. Do you think that might be a problem? That's a problem. Okay. <laughs> I do see that. I don't know about 100%, but I do see uh, people having very high allocations in their 401ks and IRAs. And yes, that is a problem because... You know, right now, tax rates are low, but we don't know what tax rates are going to be in the future. And uh, that's that's the major problem with this is that you need to have tax diversification as well as portfolio diversification. So you need to have some savings that's going to be either tax free, like through a Roth IRA or that are taxed at the capital gains rate, which would be just like a regular investment account. And they're going to be taxed at currently 15% capital gains if it's long-term capital gains. So you need to have some of that tax diversification because Uh, You know, you may get into retirement and you may say, well, you know, I was 
in the 22, 25% bracket or whatever when I was working. And so I thought I'd be in a lesser bracket in retirement, but we don't know. We can't see the future with that. So also another problem that I, that I just think of real quickly is that, uh, you know, when you turn 70 and a half, mm-hmm. you have to start taking money out of those. Okay. You right. can't defer that tax forever. And if you've got a million dollars saved up in, in a 401k, your distribution, your required distribution is going to be about $40,000 every year, and it's going to continue to grow. So that can easily kick you up to a higher tax bracket, cause you to pay more in taxes than you than you thought. So, you know, I, I think maybe, Mark, I, I don't know why that number is so high, but I think that a lot of people, you know, just just that I see today didn't really have Roth accounts and things like that. I mean, I think they were created in like 97 or 98. So True. For, yeah. for a lot of people's working careers, Roth IRAs were not a, a part of something that they could do. So that may be why people haven't done that as much. But I would think people definitely in their 50s would have some type of Roth accounts. Um, and, and I see that fairly common, but definitely not a big portion of their portfolio there. So Something to consider and yeah. make sure that you diversify your taxable accounts as well. Well, you know, I, and maybe, the, you know, well, like any kind of news, sometimes you got to take it with a grain of salt. But I think there's probably yeah. a good nugget of truth in there just based on oh, what yeah. you've seen yeah. that so many people do have a large portion a of their, portion. I, yeah, yeah, you know, in the stocks. And so you want to make sure that you're doing the right things. You want to make sure that it's properly balanced. And of course, we'll just play off of this stat for a minute. But if you're in your 50s yeah. and 60s, your time horizon is shortening. And yes, while the market has been on, what, 35% tear or so since the last 20 months or something like that, um, you just know, you never know, right? And there's always going to be something come up and they are cyclical. We talk about it all the time. We're not trying to beat that drum, but it is true. You want to make sure that as you're moving through age, you're adjusting your your risk tolerance accordingly. So let me ask you then, Nathan. So based on that that statistic, let's just work with that for a minute. Do you think part of the problem is that people just don't seem to know what their options are, like what else can they invest in with IRAs besides the big three that I think most of us know, which is stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Yeah, mutual funds. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot of confusion here, Mark, and and people need to understand that IRA is is just the tax status of that. So with an IRA, you can invest in, you can really have a checking account or savings account or CDs or or bonds or stocks or mutual funds, all these different types of investments that are out there, annuities even. I don't really know why you would put an annuity in an IRA, but some people do. (laughs) And so so it's an option that's out there. But the IRA is just the tax status with the IRS. So that simply says... Okay, so it's if it's an IRA, then all of the growth, I get a tax deduction for all the contributions that I put into that, and all of that growth is tax deferred until I start pulling money out of that. And so at 70 and a half, you have to start taking money out of that if you haven't already. And a lot of times people will say, well, let me combine you know my IRA and my wife's IRA together, and we can just have fewer statements that way and less to keep up with. Well, the IRS will not allow you to do that. So <laughs> it's something that uh, that you have to keep separated. So IRA is just simply the tax status. Uh, a lot of times people will come in and say to me, well, I've got this IRA over here and this one at this bank, and then I've got some bonds and stocks over here. Well, when you tell me you have an IRA, that means nothing. <laughs> that, right. that simply means that you just have something that's tax deferred. It doesn't tell me what it's investing in. So make sure that uh, that you understand that as an investor, that the IRA is just the tax status of that. 
Well, you're listening to The Financial Answer, 855-51-COACH is your number to call. You mentioned putting the annuity in an IRA. It's kind of like you said, I don't know why someone would do that. It's kind of like, why would you put carrots in chili? But yet my wife still does that. And I'm like, stop putting carrots in my chili. (laughs) Wow, I've never heard of that. (laughs) She's like, it's the only way she can get vegetables down my throat. Uh, And I'm like, all right, you got to stop doing that. But I get the point. So there's, there's, uh, as the tax, I guess, status, there's so many things that can go into an IRA. And a lot of people just, Mm -hmm. you know, I think we kind of, for layman's terms, we just kind of assume that it's maybe not that way. I think that we think it's a vehicle, uh, yes. which I guess it is, uh-huh. but at the same time, you know what I'm saying. So it's it's one of those deals where you want to make sure that if you have questions about your IRA or you're just unsure as to what you can do with it, other than just the big three there, then you know call Nathan, talk to him about it, 855-51-COACH. So then let me ask you, so do some of these same concepts that you were talking about, Nathan, apply to other tax-deferred accounts? like a 401k, a 403b, TSP. Absolutely. So the 401ks and 403bs and thrift savings plans, all of those type of things, even 457s, all of those are tax deferred accounts. They they work very, very similar to an IRA. The only difference really is, you know, with an IRA, you have to you have to wait until 59 and a half before you take money out without a 10% penalty from the IRS. Well, with a 401k, you can actually take money out at age 55 instead of 59 and a half. And so you can take money out a little bit earlier and not have to pay that 10% penalty. You are taxed on the distributions, of course, but you don't have to pay that penalty of, of drawing or getting access to those funds. And so the 401k also just allows you to contribute more to that than you could also in an IRA. An IRA, if you're over 50, is uh, $6,500 for the max contribution, where a 401k is going to be $24,500 for the max contribution if you're over 50. So that's really the only difference in those. And, you know, Mark, I think where this comes from is a lot of banks will, you know, post on their signs and on their boards and things. They'll show what their CD rates are and what their savings accounts rates are. And then down at the very bottom, usually they'll put our IRA rates. And okay. so people think that it's a, a separate type of an account, and it's really not. The IRA is invested in most situations at a bank. It's invested in a CD or an invested in a savings account, but it's it's just the tax status of that. So people kind of think, I think they have, I guess, just come to assume that it's a separate type of account that only applies in this situation, but really you can hold a lot of different types of investments inside of an IRA. Okay. Well, a lot of good information that we're talking about here on the program with IRAs. If you have questions about IRAs, Nathan's a great resource to talk to clearly. 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. We'll wrap it up, Nathan, by uh, let me ask you this then. So a lot of folks are, there is confusion and they also have concern maybe about the tax implications of moving investments around within the IRA. So can you break Mm -hmm. down some of the rules for that for us? Yeah, so moving things around, selling mutual funds, buying investments, changing things around inside of an IRA is not taxable. It still keeps its tax deferred status like that. So for example, if you have a 401k and you want to roll that into, when you retire, you want to roll that over into an IRA. That is a tax-free transfer. That's something that you can do. If it's done correctly, it's a tax-free transfer. It's not that difficult, but you do have to do things 
right when you make that transition. And so it's like a time period de- deadline for sh- changing things too. Right? Well, that's if you do. Yeah, that's if you do just a regular rollover. And oh, okay. in that situation, uh, that's not the way I would recommend for people to do that. So there's there's a great example of how people get confused, Mark. Absolutely. <laughs> thank that. you. So there's a lot <laughs> that's of why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So uh, most people will most custodians or the company that holds your funds in the 401k they will allow you to do a direct transfer or an electronic transfer and the if it's if it's a direct transfer the check will come in the name of the uh, 401k it can come in that name it'll come in your name to the custodian so for example if you're moving it from fidelity to schwab fidelity will send a check out to charles schwab in your uh, for your benefit basically in that situation it's not taxable now if fidelity sends a check to you in your name then that is a taxable event and they're going to withhold 20 percent taxes on that and then the rest as long if you don't get it invested within 60 days they're going to tax you on all of it so that's not the most efficient way and most people don't do that in that scenario most people will do the direct transfer so it goes from one custodian to another and that way it's 100 percent tax deferred in that example so one of the things that we really help people with all the time, Mark, is is transfers like this. And, and uh, when people retire and they are moving their accounts or want to move their accounts out of their 401ks and 403bs and retirement plans, that's something that we help people with. Now, it's not always a great idea to do that. In every situation, it's not the best thing to do. So you need to have someone that's open and objective looking at your, your plan to make sure that it is the best case scenario for you. So if you need some help with that, definitely give us a call. We'll be glad to schedule a time with you and help you with this rollover and make sure that it's done correctly. Uh, the number at the office is 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. Yeah, and we'll go ahead and say that if you take advantage of the opportunity right now, it's get the full MRI process from Nathan and just come in for that consultation, that evaluation. Uh, you'll kind of go through all of these pieces when you get the MRI done. And it's a complimentary service. Uh, it's normally a $500 fee, but if you call in the next, oh, and we'll say 15 minutes or so, Nathan gets you on the calendar and come in for that consultation. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH to take advantage of it. Have a conversation with Nathan O'Brien about your IRAs or your retirement situation or whatever questions you have, sit down and have that conversation with Nathan. 855-51-COACH. No cost, no obligation. So act now. We'll be right back with more here on the program after this. We're going to take some questions from you around the area in the mailbag uh, when we come back. We'll be right back. At O'Brien & Associates, we want to educate you. After all, the more you know about your finances, the more you'll experience a peace of mind in retirement. Call 855-51-COACH to get started. That's 855-512-6224. Hey everybody, Mark Killian here, the host of The Financial Answer, reminding you not to forget, reach out for your Retirement Rescue Toolkit from Nathan O'Brien by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's the word RETIRE to 555-888 on your smartphone. Don't forget for your complimentary Retirement Rescue Toolkit, text RETIRE to 555-888. Or call 855-51-COACH. Stay tuned. There is more coming up on The Financial Answer. You've got questions. We've got answers. This is The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, you're back here with us in the fourth quarter. We're cruising down the home stretch, if you will, here on The Financial Answer. I guess we'll start to shift to uh, NASCAR terms since 
what is it? Pretty 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 quickly here that the uh, that the football's uh, almost over. Yeah, football's over. NASCAR starting. Yeah, yeah and yeah. you get the get the Daytona 500 and all that good stuff coming up. So we will shift gears. Ha! No pun intended. Here on the financial <laughs> answer, and we're gonna take some questions from you around the area. If you've got questions for Nathan, it's eight five five fifty one coach. 855-51-COACH or 855-512-6224. If you'd like to submit a question, go to InvestorCoach.net. That's InvestorCoach.net. We don't have to read it on the air, but we do take questions that come in from time to time and go over them here on the program. That's InvestorCoach.net. Or you can find them on Facebook at O'Brien and Associates. That is O'Brien and Associates. Okay, Nathan, so first question this week out of the gate is from Joel. Joel is in Huntington. And he he says, hey, Nathan, I'm tired of having five rental properties. Mm, So so I'm going to sell at least three. Well, maybe maybe five. Okay. (laughs) I'll miss the income, but I will not miss the headache. I have quite a bit of equity in these properties. So I guess my real question is, how should I invest some of this money after I sell? Well, Joel, you're making a good point there. A lot of times with uh, rental properties, it's great, and it can provide a good source of income and continuous income throughout retirement. But uh, but it does become a headache, as you're as you're pointing out with this. So, uh, congratulations on making that decision. I would say, um, you know, if you have a a lot of equity in those properties. Um, you know, one of the things I would I would ask you basically is just to you know check and see did did you pay this down over time or is this something that uh, you've just you know done very quickly here um, you know and so there's a there's a capital gains uh, tax in you know in this situation so you want to be careful that you check that out before you take all of that money and invest it because you may have a tax bill uh, that's due so one of the big mistakes that I see people make here is a lot of times. Uh, when they are investing in rental properties, they are very happy with that consistent income. So when they take that and sell it and want to invest it in the market, then a lot of times people will go to high dividend paying stocks in this example. Um, and because that dividend is there, it's declared and it's going to pay you know, four or 5%, something like that. And it's more consistent revenue that way uh, to, to people. So Uh, That's a mistake, I think, that people make because what they're doing, what people are doing when they invest in high dividend paying stocks is they're taking very little diversification into account in their portfolio because most of these high dividend paying stocks are going to be large cap growth stocks. You know, they're going to be very well large established companies. Um, and they they just lack diversification a lot of times, very similar price movement in the portfolio. So, uh, you know, people like to do that because they like to invest in those dividend paying stocks, but uh, the dividend's not guaranteed. And also I see the portfolios typically have a lot of volatility because it's in maybe one or two asset classes. So don't make that mistake of just focusing on dividend paying stocks with this income. Uh, that you get from these rental properties and uh, make sure if you do decide to invest it, make sure that you're diversifying very well and diversifying prudently over your lifetime with this money because I know that you've worked hard for this. I'm sure over your lifetime you don't want to lose that to market fluctuations or making bad decisions with your investments. Well, great question, Joel. We certainly appreciate that. Uh, And, you know, basically, there's a lot of information I'm sure that Nathan would still like to go over with you. So give him a call, get yourself on the calendar and come in for a more in-depth conversation about this. 855-51-COACH, 
coach. And uh, we certainly appreciate it. Keep listening to the program. All right, we got a question for you, Nathan, from Beth. Beth is in Jackson. She says, I haven't really wanted to pay off my house before, Nathan, uh, because it's one of the few tax deductions that I have left. Mm, But I do have the money to do it. So I'm really conflicted. Do you think maybe I should just pay it off? Well, I was just talking uh, at the class the other night that we had. I was talking with one of my uh, clients, and this exact scenario came up. And, um, you know, in this situation, a lot of times people, uh, you know, they only owe just a little bit on their house, maybe $40,000, $50,000 or less on their house. And maybe you've had a 20-year mortgage on that, and you've only got five years left on that thing, uh, more than likely, you're not getting much of a tax deduction because, you know, the way that banks set up the amortization on that, you're going to pay most of that interest off in the first 10 years. And so um, that's that's already passed. And so you're probably not getting but maybe $1,000 of a tax deduction here in this scenario. Um, you know, if you if you don't owe very much on the house and you've had that mortgage for quite some time, uh, so, you know, in that case, it may be better for you to go ahead and pay it off. But, uh, you know, also consider if you're only, you know, if, you're, if your mortgage rate is only two and a half percent or three percent, if you did get a shorter mortgage, like 15, 20 year mortgage like that, uh, if your investments are averaging seven or eight, then, you know, you've got to consider that as well. So everybody's situation is different, but uh, but don't be. Don't be scared to go ahead and pay that house off, especially if you're well into the mortgage and you've only have a few years remaining because you're not getting much of a tax deduction. And the peace of mind that comes with owning that house is tremendous. It's worth a lot and, and it can help you uh, just free up some income for other things uh, to go you know, travel more or do whatever you want to do with that money. Well, Nathan, let me ask you this question because I'm yeah. sure people will be thinking it. Okay. Uh, with the new tax laws that are coming through and the new deduction and how they've changed that, uh, that may actually factor into this as well, right? Because it may... Yeah, that's right. Uh, Yeah, Beth, if you're married, then it's a $24,000 standard deduction for you limit now. So, I mean, you're going to have to have... Well, I think they limited the the mortgage interest to only $10,000 deduction for a house over... I can't remember the number, Mark. I think it was $600,000 or $650,000. But... um, uh, for $10,000 deduction there at the max. But most people, uh, which is which is great, most people are not going to have to file a long form any anymore with their taxes because right. if you're married, you have the $24,000 deduction. Most people don't have that, that much in deductible expenses. And so uh, it's going to make things simpler and easier. And hopefully you'll pay less in taxes. Uh, most of my clients that I've calculated these things for are going to be saving anywhere from 3 to 5% on their taxes uh, for 2018, which is which is great. So. Yeah, well, great question, Beth. We certainly appreciate it, and I do like the uh, the the point that you made there, Nathan. Sometimes for people, when it comes to the house or the mortgage situation, they it's just a stressor that they can remove right. yeah. uh, by taking it off. So ideally. Definitely talk with a qualified professional to make sure it is the right thing for you to do uh, before you take the action. But, you know, from an emotional standpoint, it does take a lot of weight off of people's shoulders. So thank you so much for submitting that question and definitely have, you know, that heart to heart, have that conversation before you take the action, Beth. Nathan's a great resource if you want to talk to him more. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. 
Final question this week to wrap up the program. Uh, actually, it's about IRAs too. So Rick oh, yeah. was listening and had Maybe. a question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Rick wants to know, he says, hey, Nathan, listen, I retired two years ago. I have more than a million dollars in my IRA, which I thought would be enough to give me the lifestyle that I want. And I guess I'll probably be fine. But here's the thing. It makes me nervous every time I withdraw money from the mm, account. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to outlive this money, very much like what we were talking yeah, about earlier. That's exactly right. So he wants to know: Do you think he's worrying too much? Yeah, Rick. I hope you were listening earlier. And and yeah, great question. I see this all the time. And congratulations, by the way. You've you've done a good job. It sounds like in saving. Um, and what I would suggest for you is sit down with your advisor and have this conversation and make sure that um, that he or she has addressed this issue for you because um, as I mentioned earlier when you're in the market when you're drawing income off of that uh, you know declines in the market declines in your portfolio along with annual distributions for income will really negatively affect your portfolio over time so you've got to you've got to plan for that because those times are going to happen the market's been doing great for the past year and a half but it's not going to go up forever just like it won't go down forever so it's volatile it's going to fluctuate all the time you need to make sure that you're invested in a portfolio that can handle that volatility and can handle those distributions that you're taking out to enjoy your retirement. So make sure that you've done that analysis with your advisor. And if you haven't, give us a call. Be glad to sit down with you. Uh, The portfolio MRI that we've been talking about on the show would be a great way to uh, take advantage of of something that we're offering now for free. So uh, in this MRI, I'm going to do exactly what I told you. I'm going to take your portfolio and see how diversified it is, see how much risk you have in that scenario, and um, see how much you could lose in a down year. And also we can look at income projections for you with that portfolio and see how things will look over time. So I normally charge $500 for this MRI, but uh, we're offering it today for free. If you have over $250,000 in a portfolio value, all you have to do is simply call us in the next 15 minutes or so. Uh, give us a call at 855-51-COACH. That's 855 855- Five one coach, and and we'll schedule a time with you to have this analysis. And here's the thing, folks: you maybe don't have to call in the next fifteen minutes. Uh, you could probably call twenty or thirty minutes and still go ahead and take advantage of it. But the point is, take some action. That first piece of coaching advice that Nathan is making is to get up off our duffs and do something. To take a little action, <laughs> right? And yeah. get on the calendar. There's no cost. There's no obligation. So why not? Go ahead and call. Come in and have a conversation. Get on the calendar for a time that's convenient, whether it's in Jackson or Huntington, either one at one of Nathan's offices. Uh, but the point is, is you'll be getting you know some good information, and you may find that you're in great shape. Nathan may give you a pat on the back, send you on your way, but you may find that you need to do a little bit more work or need to tweak some things, and that's the whole point is making sure that we are prepared and set for retirement. That's kind of the goal of the financial answer. Uh, Nathan's classes that he does, the different uh, educational pieces that he does, it's all an extenuation of the education he tries to provide his clients. So give him a call at 855-51-COACH. That is 855-51-COACH. You've been listening to The Financial Answer today. And Nathan, thanks, bud, for your time. As always, I always enjoy it. Have a good time and learn something each week.
great i enjoyed having the show today or talking on the show today we had some really good topics and uh i was i was excited to cover a lot of these things that that people just kind of run into regularly well i mean you just saw it a few days ago with your class and so that's why we do this each and every week so tune in next week for more with nathan o'brien at o'brien and associates give him a call 855-51-COACH for your local investor coach right here on the financial answer we'll talk to you next time bye-bye